Hey there, prayer warriors. Mark here. So good to see you this morning. It's a, just a great week to, to glorify God and kind of study His words. But let's open up in prayer um, just for a second and just give the glory to God. Ah, dear Lord, you are just amazing. You're awesome. You're incredible. There are just not enough words in the world, this world, to just glorify you. Uh, let us just for the next few minutes just gather around you and just offer ourselves up. How do you want us to be of service to you? In Jesus' name, amen. Hey there, brothers and sisters. Um, over the last couple of weeks, we've been taking a look at Acts and some of the incidents of prayer and how they lift up prayer. And, and Acts is really about the early church um, and how they came about. And, and so much of that is so applicable to our churches today. It's so applicable to the body of Christ, your Christian brothers and sisters, your other prayer warriors out there. And that's what we kind of need to focus on. How is this applicable to us? Because the book of Acts lays the foundation for so much of what we do today in our churches, our small groups, our discipleship groups, um, and it's absolutely incredible. And so for the last couple of weeks, we took a look at what Peter was doing. Um, Peter back there in chapter 10, um, he went to Cornelius after he received a vision from God that, hey, we need to reach out to the Gentiles because up until that point in time, um, the Jewish Christians were only going to the Jews. They were only witnessing to the Jews. And Peter received this vision there in chapter 10, and he'd gone to Cornelius, and it was like Cornelius was just a, you know, he was a Roman soldier. And Cornelius was one of those first guys that publicly accepted Christ as from a Gentile perspective. And so Peter goes back up to Jerusalem, tells his brothers and sisters, and they're going, whoa, dude, back off. But they're not Jews. He goes, God said, go into all the world, go to the Gentiles and the Jews. So then Peter gets tossed in jail. So we study that up through 12, and it's all the time, you know, what's the church doing? What are the Christians doing in our early church? They're praying. The one thing that we did skip over, though, there was another little important part here in a couple of the chapters. And if we go back to chapter 11, um, we take a look at that. And, and, as, and it's talking about Cornelius and, and Peter and what he's talking about up to um, the, the, the Christian Jews in Jerusalem. They said, if therefore God gave them the same gift as he gave us when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I would withstand God? Well, and then two verses down, it skips and it goes and takes a look at another entire piece of the early Christian life. And it's just these, these number of verses in there that's kind of interesting that Luke is writing about. So while Peter is talking up north, at the same time, a lot of the Jews had left. You know, they during between the Old Testament and the New Testament, they had what was called a diaspora. Um, and because the Romans had come in and they were under persecution, they had fled up to Lebanon into to 
southern Turkey and Syria, um, some of those places out to Cyprus, and then even over into North Africa in a couple of places. And we pick it up there in, in 11, um, chapter 11 of Acts and verse 19. It says, Now those who were, who were scattered after the persecution that arose over Stephen, because at the same time they saw Stephen being persecuted, then he was martyred, um, they're saying enough of this. I'm going someplace where we have some peace and we can worship on our own. And like I said, a lot of them went to different places. And, um, and so they went out there and many of them had come to Antioch. Remember Antioch is a couple of hundred miles north of Israel, up the coastline. It was on a major river and it was a major seaport. And at the time, Antioch was the third largest city in the Roman world behind Alexandria down there in Egypt and then Rome itself in Italy. So it was a sizable place, very cool place to be, um, lots of agriculture, lots of shipping in through there. And the hand of the Lord was with them. Well, who is he with? Well, the men from Cyprus, Cyrene, and they'd come to Antioch and they spoke to the Hellenists or the Greeks, um, preaching the Lord Jesus. And so the hand of the Lord was with them and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. So we have a hotbed of Christianity up there to the north of Israel. And then the news came back eventually to Jerusalem and they sent out Barnabas because Barnabas, so who's this Barnabas guy suddenly? Um, well, Barnabas originally was not from Israel. He was probably from Cyprus um, and as a Christian Jew, um, he had become a leader in Jerusalem. And so they'd kind of sent him up there uh, and not a lot more, but he was really an encourager. Everything that we see in the different verses about Barnabas, um, usually we default to Paul or default to somebody else, but Barnabas was an encourager. Um, every place that he went and every place that you read about him in the, the New Testament, especially in the book of Acts, um, he encouraged people. He wasn't the great evangelist, but he would go into some place and he would find the strengths in the church, the strength in the people, and he would encourage that. And although we have great writings by Paul, and in fact, Paul mentions Barnabas again in the book of Corinthians, because we think Barnabas, like Paul, was probably a single kind of fellow. He was not married, and so he was released from that challenge or opportunity, however we want to look at it. And so Barnabas was out there, and he was one of those early evangelists, and he encouraged others within the church. And that's what we need to do. And what? how do we encourage others? We pray with them. When somebody has a challenge in their life or a trouble or something like that, you say, hey, can I pray with you? And Barnabas was one of those great early prayer warriors, as we see here. And here in, in, in uh, chapter 11, and for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. Then Barnabas departed for Tarsus, which is back out on the coast, um, a little bit, about 120 miles north of Antioch, up along the Turkish border. Um, and so he departed, and he was out to seek Saul. So he knew 
Saul, or modern-day Paul, what we call Paul, was up there in Tarsus because there had been some challenges. You know, Paul really hadn't hit, hit his stride yet. Um, people were still, he was still kind of carrying that baggage around him that, hey, he was out to persecute Christians. So Barnabas, to encourage Paul, went up to seek him out there in Tarsus. And so what we do is we flip over here to to chapter 13, so that little piece is just interspersed in there by our author Luke, um, but we're up there in, in 13 now, and it started 13 chapter 1. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. Guess who? Barnabas, Simon who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. And that, as we know, is Paul. So Paul gets just this little tail end kind of thing. Um, and as they ministered, so these men were ministering to the Lord. How do you minister to the Lord? You first pray. You can fast and pray. And as God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to serve you? And God answers. And in this case, he answers in a big way. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So God calls Paul and Barnabas to go on this great evangelical journey to leave Antioch, that nice, groovy kind of place there in southern, southwestern Turkey. And he says, go. And they fasted, and they prayed, and they laid hands on them. And Saul, and this amazing encourager with the name of Barnabas, left. So I just want to encourage you all today. Seek the Lord. What does he want us to do? What does he want you and me to do? That's how we serve him because he'll open those doors, just like he did that great encourager, Barnabas, just like he did Barnabas and Paul. So be of encouraged, good encouragement, and pray. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Have an amazing week.